Hi everyone, I'm Tara Mont, and you're listening to the Trust and Thrive with Tara Mont podcast, where you can find a new episode released every Thrive Thursday. I am a current clinical psychology graduate student, passionate about all things to do with mental health, relationships, healing, self-reflection, and other topics that influence us in our everyday lives. I created this podcast to hopefully inspire others to live their most authentic life and to share insightful and honest conversations with everyday individuals and informed professionals. Although the show is not a replacement for therapy, I hope the conversations had can inspire you to look within, to practice self-compassion, to gain more awareness, and to trust the process of your unique journey. If you resonate with the message of Trust and Thrive, make sure to subscribe and stay tuned. You can also stay connected by following me on Instagram at Trust and Thrive. Thank you for being here. Now let's get right into this week's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Trust and Thrive. I'm your host, Tara Mont, and I'm very excited to be back with a solo episode. It's been honestly like two months, I believe, since I recorded a solo episode. I almost genuinely forgot how to do it. I'm like, how do I talk into the mic? It's really wild how just two months of not recording a solo episode feels like so long. I'm having some imposter syndrome right now of like, what am I even here to say? But like always with the solo episodes, I'm here to share my recent experience and what I've learned and just some changes that have occurred within these last few months and just to have a little catch up and hopefully remind you that you're not alone on whatever journey you're going through, whether or not you resonate with what I have to share. So before we get into it, I want to thank you for being here, remind you to follow, subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes to come. I know we took two weeks off You'll know why that occurred in this episode when I explain just the changes that have happened. But we are back and we have a lot of great episodes coming, some insightful conversations on a variety of topics. So make sure to stay up to date, stay tuned. And as always, if you want to support the show or just leave any kind of feedback, you can do so on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts by leaving a review and rating. You can also email me at trustandthrive at gmail or send me a message on Instagram at trustandthrive to let me know if you have any guest requests or just if you have any feedback in general or if there's any episode that you resonated with, anything you want to let me know or just a little hello. I'm there. So, and I'm catching up on a lot of messages. I've been so behind on that. So I will be responding to those. And I'm also trying to post more on TikTok. It's so much fun. So you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok at Trust and Thrive. And all that info will be in the description of this episode as always. I say this every time I have a solo episode that I feel like there's not one route I'm taking with the topic or what I'm about to discuss, but it usually ends up making sense and flowing. So In all honesty, I don't have any notes for this episode. I just want to kind of talk and share what I've been going through and what I've been learning throughout this process. And so a big theme of this episode and what I've been reflecting on is the idea of quitting, not just quitting jobs or quitting work, which we usually think of, but, you know, quitting and ending a relationship, quitting and ending a friendship, quitting and ending a certain role in your life, whatever that may be, I feel like there's so many ways that we see quitting as negative. And especially with our westernized culture, that 
focuses on grinding and hustling and, you know, waking up at 5 a.m. and doing all that we can do. We're so focused on getting through and just making it through and not quitting. Don't quit. Don't quit. The last thing you need to do is quit. What I've gotten from that, just growing up and hearing that message is that I'm a failure if I quit. I'm a loser if I quit. I am not strong if I quit. I gave up. And something I've noticed from different decisions I've made in my life is this shame that can come with it and also this misunderstanding. I mentioned that in the past when I graduated from college, I quit this job a few months in that was just not right for me and I had so much shame around it. I felt like I should just stay to stay or I need to stay for a year if I want to move forward in my career, but I didn't even want to stay there. (laughs) It wasn't even the industry I wanted to stay in. It was not what I wanted to do. It was so bad for my mental health. And I remember thinking, am I a failure if I quit? And then over time, I realized it was the best decision I had made. And of course, with this episode, it's not me saying just quit your jobs and quit what you want to do. But of course, it's also a privilege to be able to do so. I was living at home. And so I did not need to worry about that at the time. But I just remember thinking, am I quitting or am I just being authentic to myself? I feel like very often when we think of the idea of quitting, there's such a negative connotation to it and such um, a sense of shame that can come with it. And depending on what cultural background you come from, especially as a child of immigrants, and this is nothing necessarily specific that my parents have said or anything, but just that feeling of guilt and feeling like, you know, my parents have done so much, they've come so far, and I, I need to do so much more. I can't just quit when they've given me this opportunity. And you see these stories, you know, you see examples in TV and movies like the stereotypical child of immigrants who wants to pursue like something artistic and their parents, for example, pushing them to be a doctor or be a lawyer. And then they tell them, this is your dream, not mine. (laughs) We see that so often, even with like High School Musical. He's not a child of immigrants from what I saw, but (laughs) you see that whole like, this is my goal. This is my dream, not yours. And so (laughs) going back to that, and so as someone who's seen their parents work hard um, their whole lives, I've seen my parents, you know, send me to private school, send me to private school and spend so much money on that when they were really struggling in other ways and doing so much to give me the opportunities that they gave me. And just to give me a roof over my head and food on the table and the privileges that I have now to be able to pursue what I want to pursue. They didn't get the opportunity because they had to work so hard to just get through day to day, support their parents, support their loved ones. And I'm over here able to just quit. Does that make me a failure? Does that make me ungrateful? Does that make me a bad person? Does that make me a disappointment? And a lot of those feelings with that one situation in the past and in general have been brought up because I want to make them proud. I want to make myself proud. I want to be seen as ambitious and I want to feel ambitious. And of course, that comes with my own people pleasing that I'm working on as a recovering people pleaser, but it's not easy. I want to seem like I've stuck to something. But what I've been learning this last these last few years, I'd say, is that sometimes quitting is the best thing you can do. And once again, life is not so black and white. Sometimes we're scared. There's something that's good for us, but we're scared and we feel like it's good for us to stick out, but we just want to quit because it's hard. I'm not saying to quit everything. And I probably have quit things in the past that if I stuck through, it would have been fine. I don't think there's one path to my life, but with the decisions I've made and certain moments in my life that I just so strongly felt like, this isn't right for me. I, in quotes, you can say quit. 
And to me, I see that as choosing myself and being authentic to myself. Why would I stay somewhere, for example, when I know so deeply that this is not the industry I want to be in? I already know it. I already know it (laughs) just from a few months. This is not the kind of job I want. This is not whatever it is, the relationship I want, the experience I want. If anything, I was proud of myself to say, I'm listening to myself in this moment. As hard as it is, as much as I'm hearing those other voices, I'm hearing these societal messages, I'm hearing messages from hustle culture, I'm seeing these posts about what other people are doing and feeling like I should just stay in it. Instead, I'm listening to myself and saying, even if I disappoint other people, even if other people judge me, I'm going to make this decision because it does not matter how other people see it. It does not matter how other people perceive me in that moment. Maybe they just see a post that I quit or maybe they see a post that this ended, whether it's a relationship, job, whatever it may be, they may see that and that's okay. That doesn't matter because I'm not going to live my life based on how other people perceive me. And you may think, oh, obviously, but as a recovering people pleaser, that is a very hard decision because so much of my life has been pleasing other people and living based on what I feel like other people would want for me and what they would approve of. So if you are in a similar situation and you feel like you're struggling with that, just know that that discomfort is so temporary in the big scheme of things. But what comes with listening to yourself and your needs in those moments it outweighs all of that. It's like setting a boundary. You're going to make certain people uncomfortable. You may have to deal with conflict. You may have to deal with the judgment. You may have to deal with the comments, whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, you listen to yourself and nothing beats that. And it's not easy. I'm only speaking from my experience. And even though, you know, there may have been some judgment, I overall have a very supportive family, especially my mom is, you know, very, very supportive of what I do and me listening to myself. And a lot of people don't have that. Maybe they're shamed from their family. Maybe they came out to their families and they're finally being their authentic selves and they don't accept them or they're kicked out for not pursuing a career. I can only imagine what that feels like. So this is a reminder that me sharing my experience is not to invalidate anybody else's because I agree that being authentic, which I've discussed in a past episode, can be a privilege. Not everyone has that privilege, whether it's because of financial limitations, out of safety, out of not wanting to lose loved ones. There's so much that goes into it. But once again, I can only speak from my experience and what I've learned about the idea of quitting. And so to get into the update of these last few months, I mentioned in a past solo episode that I was working somewhere as a social media manager and it was great. And I did end up leaving and quitting about a few weeks ago. And it just was a very personal choice and me knowing my worth and what I needed in those moments and not feeling like I could grow in certain ways. And so I think that was that. I I acknowledged that I had a wonderful experience and it's not the right one for me moving forward. And so with that being said, it was really hard because I mentioned that like my past experience right after college was like a very toxic work environment that I was ready to leave. It felt right. But this situation was so much harder. It was such a harder decision for me because there were so many great parts about it. And I was very lucky to have this position and be with the company, but there were other areas and things that just didn't click for me and feel right. And I had to listen to 
myself and what I felt like I deserved as an employee. And that was really hard to do. And so so that was not easy to do. I was only there for like half a year. And I recognize my privilege that I can do that while I'm like in grad school. But even recording this, I'm like, my intrusive thoughts are totally getting in my way and being like, you're so privileged. Just like stop recording this. But I'm not going to because this is my experience. And I can recognize that I'm privileged while also acknowledging that this is an experience I had. And it's one that I'm sure many people deal with. And it's not easy at the end of the day. And so now I'm just like in this weird limbo phase where, you know, quitting comes with a lot of hardship of like, okay, I don't have that consistency and, you know, getting those invoices in, seeing the same people. There's a lot of parts of it that I miss and that are hard. And at the same time, I know that this was such a right decision for me. And so I also want to make it clear that it's not always a very obvious and clear decision. I knew deep down, and it had been something I'd been thinking about for a while. It wasn't like an impulsive decision at all, but it was very difficult for me to do and it felt so right. And it made me think about how quitting can sometimes be the best decision you make. It doesn't mean it's 100% great. Everything will be great. Of course, there are downfalls to it, but that's life. Nothing's 100% perfect or 100% black or white. It's just kind of, you know, making pros and cons list, figuring out what you prioritize. It's easy to autopilot and go through routine and not even know what you're doing next or feel scared to ask for more or feel hesitant to even dream of more. And I think part of it is like really important to know your worth. And it really came down to me knowing my worth and what I deserved in many factors. And I was not able to receive that. And I am also letting myself feel all the feelings that come with change, like grief, all the feelings that also come with that grief, feeling angry, feeling sad, feeling confused, feeling excited, feeling hopeful, feeling a mix of emotions. Quitting is scary and it's difficult and it's complicated because to me, even though I felt confused and doubtful, should I just have stayed and not have asked for more and been complacent and comfortable, I also acknowledge that I'm really proud of myself for pushing myself outside of my comfort zone, for quitting, for being authentic to myself in that moment. And so I see quitting not as a bad thing. Of course, there are times where we can push through and we don't necessarily want to quit because we're scared or it's hard right away or it's out of anxiety and fear. But in this moment, I knew it was right. And Because for someone with anxiety, I always think like, okay, is this my gut or is this anxiety? Like I have had moments in the past where I've made decisions out of anxiety, thinking it was like my gut and I just knew, but it was more of my anxiety. But this I had reflected on, I really thought about, I did not make an impulsive decision and it felt right. And I am proud of myself for that. So for me, what I have found when it comes to quitting is that no matter what people think, A lot of us are conditioned to see quitting as wrong or your failure if you quit and you stop and you have to be in pain and you have to suffer. Like, why? Why do we have to be in pain? Why do we have to suffer? If you have the opportunity and the privilege to quit something that you know is not good for you, you have the resources, you have the support, why strain yourself and stay in it just to prove a point? I'm not going to stay in a job just so that it can be on LinkedIn. I'm not going to stay in a situation just so I can tell others. I'm not going to 
stay unhappy just so I can look good from the outside. And with that has come a lot of unlearning I've had to do about my own guilt and feeling like, okay, even though my parents, for example, my dad has worked this like a similar corporate job his whole life because he's had to, not his whole life, but while he's been in the US to support his family. And because he has struggled in many ways, I feel like I have to. I feel like I have to just stick it out because he had to or because other people in my life had to. Why? They didn't come to the US just so I could look good from the outside to others and then be miserable internally. At the end of the day, messages that other people may put on you of like, oh, you quit. Oh, you did this. Oh, you ended that, whatever it is, relationship or quit. You left that city, whatever it may be. How they feel about it is something they will deal with. It will relate to the messages that they've learned. Why tell myself I need to suffer? Is it out of guilt? Is it out of feeling like, terrible about my privilege and wanting to punish myself who knows and I know that's getting really deep but it's just like me reflecting on the truth you know there's a lot of guilt that comes with whether it's being a child of immigrants or just seeing your privilege and knowing that other people have it worse and that's something I'm working on because I don't think that other people in my life who have it well need to suffer it's because we're our own worst critic but I'm reminding myself that choosing myself, choosing happiness, and of course not happiness 24-7, but choosing myself and choosing authenticity and what feels right to me is not wrong. It's interesting because I actually feel less like a failure by quitting and listening to myself and taking that risk and taking that next step and taking that leap that terrifies me. And so we'll see what happens next. I don't know. (laughs) I really don't. I am starting my practicum in just a few months, which is basically internship for school. I'm going to start seeing clients, which is very exciting. So that is something I'm working on. And so that's coming soon. But with everything else, I'm just taking it day by day and letting myself be okay with that. And also, you know, checking in with myself when I do have moments of feeling stressed out and thinking, oh, should I have just stayed? And deep down, I know I'm very happy with my decision. And like I said, there's no bad blood or anything I have with my job or the company. Like all the people there are awesome. It's really just, it was time for me to move on. And that's okay. I can acknowledge that. I can acknowledge it was a great experience and I was ready to quit and leave. I'm not going to be scared to say I quit. There's nothing wrong with quitting when you need to, especially. Maybe quitting is what's going to, maybe quitting is going to be the best decision you've made. And that can relate to your relationships as well. Yeah, relationships are hard, but maybe this relationship isn't right for you and maybe it is time to quit and that will lead you to something even better. And so I hope you were able to resonate with this episode in some way. I'd love to know your thoughts. I know this topic can bring up different emotions and, you know, opinions and I I welcome them all. So please feel free to let me know, leave a comment, message me on Instagram or TikTok at Trust and Thrive. You can also leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, which really, really means a lot. Honestly, it helps the show so much. So thank you. So make sure to follow, stay updated, stay tuned, and we will be back with a new episode next Thrive Thursday.